Our daily bread, true life. Anil Israel asks us to take stock of our lives. Do we live as princes and princesses of the heavenly kingdom, or are we like paupers, blind to our royal inheritance? Anil Israel lives in Mannheim, Germany, with his wife Sunita and their five children. He is the current national formation coordinator of JY Germany. We are born, we grow, and we finally bid adieu. We dream, we pursue, we excel. We fall, we fail, we learn. Life can either make us or break us, and life is not what happens to us. It's all about how we respond to what happens to us. We either think in terms of excuses and miss the fun, or dare to explore the world of possibilities and enjoy the run. Do we just go with the flow, or do we choose to roll? Are we merely existing, or are we truly living? Many youngsters in developed countries opt to take a voluntary year off after their schooling in a potential attempt to discover what they are meant for here on earth before consciously following the call of their heart. Sadly, some on attaining adulthood bring their childhood religious practices to a grinding halt, probably under inappropriate misguided peer influence or a deliberate attempt to concede to one's disillusioned, ill-formed immature convictions or perhaps in response to their indigenous search for answers to a cloud of surmounting doubts after all no matter how tall one's parents are in life we all have our own unique share of learning and growing to do even when surrounded by a strong circle of pious companions it still takes time for one to reach a conclusion and admit that now is the acceptable time for me to change the unending list of countless blessings might have failed to draw our attention and we might have failed to see His power at work in us. We all need His merciful patience for our response to His marvelous loving kindness. It's as if we are constantly stubbornly slow at heart. We think we are trapped in the dungeon of darkness and are unworthy to be in the presence of Him who dwells in unapproachable light. But we tend to forget that for him who is the light of the world, even our deepest darkness is like daylight. We fail to realize that as children of light and co-heirs with Christ, we are indeed his offspring. We are sons and daughters of the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. We are princes and princesses of the heavenly kingdom, yet we end up dragging our lives as if we are paupers, turning a blind eye to the riches reserved for us in the storehouse of spiritual blessings, our royal inheritance. We are not the sum of our weaknesses and failures. We are the sum of the Father's love for us and our real capacity to become the image of His Son, Jesus. We once met a religious sister who left her country and joined a congregation on another continent with an altogether foreign language. While sharing her testimony informally, she mentioned that she started discerning her vocation at the age of 21 and finally decided to join the convent at the age of 29. What struck me most was her humble confession, I'm so bad. For eight long years I said no to Jesus. This made me ponder over all the times I too failed to say yes to the divine inspirations, the gentle promptings of the Holy Spirit. 
Christ has been waiting in the Eucharist for the past 2000 years. It is encouraging to see senior citizens with mobility challenges coming for daily mass with their support strollers. Yet, how often have I rejected the one necessary thing to be with him? How often have I failed to watch an hour with him? How faithful am I to my pursuit of personal holiness? Do I own up genuine responsibility for the eternal salvation of my immortal soul? Like the prodigal son, we too tend to return to our senses only when we happen to hit rock bottom, having wasted every lavished blessing. What are the squandered blessings in my life? Do I turn a deaf ear to the early morning nudge to wake up a few minutes earlier than usual to start my day in a quiet time of prayer? Do I end up busying myself from dawn to dusk that I miss to read from the holy scriptures a nourishing verse or two? Do I just let things clutter my life that I end up having hardly any time for God? Am I just drifting through life swayed by the winds of the world? that I am least bothered to approach the throne of grace. Are we so distorted by a culture of rapidly changing lifestyles and superficially laced flavors that we crave only for that which gives us instant gratification? God always answers prayers. It is either no or go or slow. We cannot expect God to always answer now, for he alone knows what's best for us and when we are ready to receive what He has kept in store for us. Being infinitely patient, He wants us also to learn to be unfailing in patience. Waiting for warm water on a cold winter morning is a strong lesson on patient endurance. We can either take a hurried cold shower and grumble there was no warm water, or just be a little patient for the initial cold water to give way to the warm water that will eventually follow. This reminds us that in order to really cherish, we need to learn to pause and be still. For it is when we are in silence that we can hear God speak. We were delighted to be in a prayer session led by the Tezi brothers, where there were no explicit verbal instructions to keep silent, only a couple of volunteers holding signboards that read, Silence. It represented a powerful reminder that silence is God's first language. Yet, true life is not made up of the things that you own, no matter how rich you may be. It is not at all about temporal material possessions that will one day wither, decay and fade. It's all about the priceless, immaterial things that money can't buy. It's about sharing and caring, loving and forgiving, letting selfishness die and letting selflessness live to the full. In the ebb and flow of life, May we not forget to cooperate with the present moment of grace and celebrate this ineffable gift called life. We are more than conquerors through him who saved us. Dear young people, do not be afraid of Christ. He takes nothing away and he gives you everything. When we give ourselves to him, we receive a hundredfold in return. Yes, open, open wide the doors to Christ and you will find true life.